0: Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic community in Burwood, Melbourne, and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. One of my absolute favourite, favourite things to do is to go snowboarding. For those who don't know what that is, it's, it's kind of like skiing, but you're strapped to a board and it's, it's heaps better. <laughs> For me, uh, it's, it's not just the, the thrill of carving down a mountain, but it's everything that's associated with the experience of, of going snowboarding. It's the majestic mountains, it's the fresh air, it's the white snow. It's uh, you know landing into one of those uh, cafes in the middle of, of the mountain and having a, a cup of tea or coffee. It's, it's gathering with friends at the end of the day and sharing a meal and telling stories and sitting around the fire. It's the whole vibe that, 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 that really um, seems to fill my soul. What I've also realised is that it's not just the experience itself that affects me it's also the anticipation of the experience for those who work with me those in the parish office here they know that I had this ritual uh leading into the ski season a few months out around April I um I start to get onto the the snow cams on you know and you can have a look at the the mountains and I just suss out if there's any early snow coming I imagine what those mountains will be like full of snow i About a month out, I'll get my goggles and I put them on my desk (laughs) as a daily reminder of what's coming. And I might get my snowboard out and have a look at it. Might get it waxed again. Uh, I get onto YouTube and I start looking at snowboarding videos. It's uh, all of it is part of of the experience. We know that when we anticipate something in the future, whether it be a positive or a negative experience, it can have a very real impact on our lives now. Just the thought of it can change our present state. I also experience it when I go jogging. Normally when I'm about the four kilometre mark, you know, I'm literally about to die. My uh, you know, lungs feel like they're going to explode and uh, like I'm just thinking of any reason why I can stop. Any, I'm hoping I'll see a parishioner so I have to stop and say hello to them, right? <laughs> but then I, I, see, I see up ahead the, the finish line and when I see the finish line, suddenly I, I don't know, I find a new gear. And, and And i I kind of pick up the pace, and I finish strong. The seeing of the finish line changes my present state. What I want to say today is that this this anticipation, this looking forward with excitement and hope, is a very Christian thing to do. You see, a, a Christian is someone whose present life is radically shaped by his or her faith in the life to come. Let me say that again. A, a Christian is someone whose present life is radically shaped by his or her faith in the life to come. See, our world seems to have adopted a very short-term view of life, right? We've, we've become obsessed with what's immediate and what's temporary, but followers of Jesus are called to always remember that that life is only a short prelude to what's coming. The author of Sirach in the Old Testament, he says, our life now is like a grain of sand on the beach compared to eternity. Jesus was always reinforcing the long-term view. It's interesting because our faith assures us of the most extravagant, most beautiful, most uh, gratifying future, far better than any earthly experience. But when was the last time you actually thought about this promised future? When was the last time you actually anticipated it? You anticipated heaven. You, You looked forward to it. You spoke to a friend about it. It's the greatest possible thing that we can look forward to, but many of us rarely give it any airtime. In truth, we probably don't talk about it enough in our churches either. Now, at one level, this is, this is quite understandable, right? Because there is so much we do not know about heaven, it's hard for us to conceptualise what it looks like and what it feels like in heaven or what we're gonna do in heaven, right? It's, it's very much a mystery to us. For some of us, it might actually seem like a fairy tale, just kind of wishful thinking. For others of us, maybe, to be honest, we, we don't really, we're not interested. I'm just totally happy, I'm just content, We're just focusing on here and now. And, and for other of us, others of us, we might be a bit afraid. Of thinking about heaven because it means that we actually need to accept the fact that we're going to die. But for Jesus, the promise of heaven was very real and extremely important. For him, it was something to get very excited about. For, for Jesus, he had no hesitation in insisting that heaven become our number one priority. For him, heaven was worth suffering and being persecuted for. Heaven was worth losing your family and your friends and even your life for. So yes, at one level, heaven is a mystery. But what I want to stress today is that we can develop now a vision for heaven. And in fact, we must if we want to really live if we want to truly come alive. I'm going to stretch this theme of heaven over two weeks. In in two weeks' time, I'm going to talk about how having a vision for heaven impacts our life now in dramatic ways. But today, I just want to say a little bit about heaven itself. Uh, I'm titling today's reflection, The Vibe of Heaven. The Vibe of Heaven. For those who have seen the Australian movie, The Castle, you would know all about the vibe. You see, we we can't know all the details of heaven now, but we can get a sense of the vibe of heaven. Just like your uni or your gym or your home has a vibe, heaven also has a vibe. And we hear that vibe coming through our first reading today from the prophet Isaiah in the Old Testament. Let me give you just a little bit of background to this passage. Basically, Uh, Isaiah is talking about a time where God's people were suffering tremendously and and they were mainly suffering because their hearts were crooked, because they, they were disobedient. But once again, as we hear today, God steps in to give his people hope and the way that he gives them hope is by urging that they look forward. God says... Courage. Do not be afraid. Look, your God is coming. He is coming to save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, the ears of the deaf unsealed, the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongues of the dumb sing for joy. Now, this is one of those scriptures uh, in the Bible that we can interpret at three different levels. Firstly, this is a word for the people at the time. God is saying, Look, I know you're in a mess, but I'm going to come and save you. And that's exactly what God did. right? But at another level, this word is also pointing people hundreds of years forward to the coming of Jesus, the one that we call the Saviour. And today in the Gospel, we see how these words from Isaiah are coming true. That Jesus is literally opening the ears of the deaf man and loosening the tongue of the one who was dumb. Thirdly, though, this word was also pointing people and is pointing us even further forward. Forward to the time when we will be fully saved. You see, this, this, this reading, which comes from hundreds of years before Jesus, is, is also a, a vision of heaven. It's saying to us something about the vibe of heaven God is saying to us that heaven is like the blind seeing, the deaf hearing, the lame leaping, and the dumb singing. This, of course, is is all symbolic language. You see, we don't have the capacity to to understand or to fathom what is perfect and infinite. So whenever God talks about heaven, uh, God always uses images and metaphors that we can understand. In other places, uh, you know, God talks about heaven as like a a city made of gold or like a a great banquet, a great feast or or heaven is like a wedding. In, In all of those examples, God's saying, heaven is like that. It's got that similar vibe, but in reality, it's infinitely better. So today... When God is talking about heaven he, he's in these uh, images of the blind seeing, the deaf hearing, the, the lame leaping, he's, he's not, God's not just saying heaven is a place where we'll be physically healed. God's saying much more than that. He's, he's saying that heaven is a place where we will fully see, where we will be able to see and appreciate the beauty and the goodness in ourselves and in others and in all the world. In other words, it's a place where we'll be able to enter into deep, rich, life-giving relationship. God's also saying that heaven is a place where we can fully hear, where we can hear the life-giving word of God spoken to us, the truth that liberates us and, and makes us truly secure. God's also saying that heaven, in heaven our tongues will be loosened and we will sing for joy. Heaven is a place where we will fully express ourselves. We won't be inhibited anymore. We can make our very best contribution. And finally, he says that heaven in heaven we will leap like a deer. We won't be crippled anymore by fear and anxiety. We'll be liberated, free. Basic Vibe of heaven that we get here is that heaven brings us alive in ways that our minds cannot imagine Not that heaven is something that we just imagine You see heaven is also something that we can experience We can taste even here Even now think of those moments when your soul is captured by a song or a piece of music. Maybe when you listen to Brother Mike, (laughs) you're taken to a different place. It's like nothing else matters. Maybe that's a taste of heaven. Think of the times when you're overcome by the beauty or the grandeur of nature. Think of those Moments where you experience pure love—parents, maybe looking at your child for the first time, or, or, or maybe those moments where someone has uh, accepted you fully and, and just holds you in, in your weakness and your failure, or maybe those moments of communion with others sometime this year between one of the many lockdowns, uh, we had a staff day away. We went down the coast to a to a friend's holiday house uh, for a day and, and uh, we went for a walk on the beach, we got a coffee, we played games. I, uh, Father Cam taught me a lesson in playing basketball. Can you imagine playing basketball versus that guy? It's like playing a mountain. Uh, and, and at the end of the day, we, we split up into three teams, uh, an entree team, a main team and a dessert team. And we cooked up this amazing feast, right? We sat around the big table, we had wine and good conversation, lots of laughs and, and for me that was a taste of the vibe of heaven Not only can we get a vision of the vibe of heaven, we must get a vision for it if we want to live well We must right now begin to anticipate it to look forward to it. What we learn from Jesus and all the saints is that our vision of heaven is what gives our life proper perspective. It's it's what gives us true meaning and direction. It's what enables us to live really well. St Paul said, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, because your real life is hidden with Christ in God. St Paul's saying that there's a perspective to life that we only find when we contemplate the things of heaven. I'm going to be talking about that a bit more in a few weeks' time, but my encouragement today is simply to start to grow your vision of heaven. Now, some of you might be thinking, Father Dan, honestly, I'm... I'm busy enough just trying to keep my anxiety under control and keep my head above water, you know? How am I meant to develop this vision of heaven? And my response to you would be little by little. Little by little. Jesus said that uh, the kingdom of heaven begins like a, a tiny mustard seed. It grows bit by bit. Every time you ponder or you pray about heaven, every time you talk about it with a friend or or in your small group or or wherever, every time you do that, you're slowly growing your vision of heaven, that uh, heaven will be slowly, slowly growing within you. So today in the bulletin, we've provided some scriptures to help you to ponder on heaven, You might sit with one of those each day this week and just ask yourself, what does this scripture say to me about heaven? What is God revealing to me about the vibe of heaven through this scripture? Another very simple thing we can do is at the end of the day, just ask ourselves, where today did I experience, did I taste the vibe of heaven? Just, Just noticing it is enough for that seed to grow. Here's my summary. The more that we develop our vision of heaven, the more that we anticipate it, the more we look forward to it, the more that we can live earth, heaven on earth even now, the more we can live even now on earth as we pray, as it is in heaven. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.